Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my show. I'm your host, Diana Bevaros, award-winning and best-selling author, Fire and I, The Journey of Transformation and the White Within. You can find out more about me on my website, dianabevaros.com, as well as the, what, the podcast today, and follow me on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Everything is available for free. Uh, you'll be able to... Um, uh, to find a lot of information about how to transform your life and uh, what steps to take to take you from um, dramatic experience to successful career. So today we have for the second time Amy Charon. She's going to share, um, to continue her story about dealing with um, people who make her life uh, living hell and she's targeted individual and even took away her little daughter. So hi, Amy Charon. I cannot wait to hear your story. And we have about two callers online waiting for uh, to ask you a question. Okay. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. Who is this? Hello. This is Wilbur. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Fine. How are you? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm doing very good. It's very warm down in Texas. How is it out there on the West Coast? Oh, before I go on, I want to congratulate you on your award that you received. So you're doing uh, a lot for children and for mothers and for women, and uh, I really respect that very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. How kind of you. Do you have a question for Amy? Yes. We've had a debate going on, Amy and I, for uh, a while now, and uh, she's accused me of several felonies and uh, other things, and I would like her to explain to the audience just what a criminal I am, and I will abstain from saying anything until she has her piece. Okay. Well, Wilbur, first of all, I'm not going to use up the radio show for this. You have been reported to the FBI with witnesses. You have an official case number. I can I can read it off to you right now, Johnny. Will you well, would you? I have, a, I have a I have I have a pen, Amy. Would you please read it off, and then I'll have Ted check it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. You're under investigation for cyber-stalking me, harassing me. You put my address on a private 911 call when you know that I'm in danger, so I'm not down with that, sir. You have terrorized me, which I have plenty of screenshot proofs of it. You have done numerous videos without – I thought you said you were going to let me talk. Yes, the um, sir, you have been putting my YouTubes that are marked on friends only when you're blocked. You've been putting them all over social media. What right do you have to take my privacy and put it all over YouTube? You're sending me those YouTubes, son. Come on now. You, no. you and I have known each okay. other 10 years. No, you no, have no, turned no, against no, me no, no, when no, you were no, nothing no. but for me. I have all the screenshots to prove. Sir, listen you turned against me to, because you admitted my stepdad contacted you. Listen to me. Listen to me. You have many friends on your Facebook page. Are we agreeing on that? 
Can we? Well, move? I mean, you know, you know how Facebook friends are. I mean, well, I know. Yes. but you have many. Me, right. one of your friends is I Jackie. Okay, need I say anymore? Two. I Jackie. Who, who hmm? Jackie? Jackie's on my Facebook. Uh, uh, it's not under her name, of course. She, it's not under her name, but she is on your, and you share with Stop her all the time. Please continue. Let me, Johnny, let me listen to him. Please don't talk. Do not do anyway, this. Let Amy, me listen to him. Amy, Amy, continue. I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. But, Wilbur, I don't want, you, in my opinion, you've changed so much. Ten years ago, or let's give it less than ten years ago, you were all for that my daughter was unlawfully taken, and you fell into exactly what you told me you wouldn't because you know they're always going to make you look crazy. You know CPS is always going to make you look like you're uh, a piece of junk, and you went from completely supporting me to completely tearing me down. And, I mean, posting a picture of Johnny with makeup, that's like, that's really childish. Johnny is a good man. Amy, listen. I didn't post Okay, but I, I I will listen, but I wanted the audience to know that we were know, at well, Christian Dior. We were at Christian Dior where I used to work, and they had electronic. Right. They had a machine that put you walk by him and it put makeup on you. And Johnny thought it was funny. It was never meant to be on YouTube. Now people okay. are going to think he's a transvestite. Wilbur, that's not nice. Johnny's an orphan well, I, no, that was severely Amy, abused. His mother was died Amy, when he was like ten. He doesn't deserve I don't that. Care. I don't care. Listen to me. I honest to God don't know what picture you're talking about. The only pictures I've seen of Johnny, and I even admitted it in one of my videos, he's better looking than me, okay? And as far <laughs> as makeup on his face, oh, really. Uh, my granddaughter, Puck, she has makeup programs, and she makes a big thrill out of putting makeup on my face. Do away with that. It means nothing. I don't think any less of Johnny because he got into a prank at Christian Dior's. Please continue. Well, somebody is claiming they're you and put it on social media, and it could be hackers – but that was what got me really upset because Johnny I, is I the peaceful guy. I, I, I mean, he is right. so non-drama. I will, I will own up to a lot in this, but I honestly, God, didn't do that. I really didn't. That would have right. been nothing, just nothing to me. Go on. All right. I, well, here, here's what I want you to talk about. Now, you have accused me of stealing all of your stuff, and I want you to explain to the audience, detail by detail, how I did that. All right. So... I don't have the dates in front of me, but approximately we'll go with approximate on the very day that I on the very day that I won the case against Officer Kenneth Truth, who retaliated against me with which by which you don't know is our history went back on going all the way back to CPS when my daughter was first taken. He had already threatened me, harassed me. It was reported. So on the day that I won the case where he legally arrested me, whatever it was, seven years later, I finally caught him in his dirty act. And I called you from the courthouse. I had witnessed the suicide, if you remember, coming out of the courthouse. I was completely traumatized. I knew that homeless man. I had helped that homeless man. And I called you in tears, and I thought you acted very bizarre. You weren't, like, sympathetic. You weren't like, oh, my God, I'm sorry you saw a man jump off a bridge in front of you and drown in front of you. So I was too traumatized to get my stuff at that moment. But I said, I do want my things. Somehow, since that day, you have told me that everything burned down in the fire to doing a video saying how the dumb DIC Okay, all right, all right, let me me, me interrupt you. I'm not interrupting you, but I want to explain. I never got a phone call from you concerning a suicide. The only phone call I got was from Stephen Steele. It is recorded, and it is up on YouTube, and I swear to God, that's the truth. I did not know 
you had witnessed a suicide. Had I known that, I was in production at the time. I didn't take the call. Stephen left a message, and I took the message. Okay. Now, go on. You're going to explain how I stole all this stuff. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I didn't know about the Stephen thing, but anyway, I okay, went okay, to okay. – I called the 1-800-SUICIDE hotline who a young man stayed on the phone with me. Not that I was suicidal, that I needed – you know, some kind of uh, whatever trauma, you know, from seeing the suicide that I needed some help. So I stayed on the phone. The guy was nice enough to stay with me all night long. I couldn't believe a suicide hotline would stay on the phone with you all night. The next day I woke up sicker than a dog. I was so sick for I can't remember. I want to say nine days, ten days. Next thing I knew, internal affairs, detectives were all calling me to do sworn affidavits against Officer Kenneth Truth and all this stuff, and I was so overwhelmed with that, but I told Stephen, we got to go get the things. Next thing I know, Stephen said, you were not giving anything back, that you told me to F off and all this, and that's when I got angry, okay. and I was like, there's... Okay. All, right. all right, that explains the next phone call. Your things, and, now, and you know this is the truth, I did not go over there with Sonny and Cowboy and Stephen that night and unload that stuff. It went into Joe's. Shit on top of his stuff. Also, I did not know what was in that shit. I never observed those items. I didn't live there at that time, and I don't live there now. That house no longer belongs to the family. It belongs to a Mormon man, okay? But that having been said, I don't know the disposition of your things. I saw what went to the curb. Not knowing what went into the shed, I assumed what came out of the shed, what was in it. For all I know, majority of the things may still be in the shed. I haven't been there. It belongs to another man. He's probably given them to the Mormon church. I don't know, and that's the gospel truth. I have no interest in your father's work. Your father was a great composer. I've looked up his discography. Brilliant man. Love his music. Wonderful man. Okay. My style of music in his is at opposite ends of the field. I have no interest in it. Another thing, my family has um, means. We have many homes. I have hardwood furniture here. I live comfortably. I have no need in taking anything from a lady who's down on her luck. I would not do that. That's the part that angers me more than anything. Okay, so let me ask you I, this. I, I, if this I, has I, been – uh, right, if, if, if Stephen instigated this because I still don't understand why he took off for now almost two years, but let's just say uh-huh. for argument's sake. Can you okay. find out if my grandfather clock is there and my dad's music and all these things that are important to me, my right. jewelry, can I, you call I'll tell you what or I, go I'll not? Tell you what I, will, I tell you what I will do is uh, I will go over there tomorrow, and I will meet with the, the owner, the new owner. He called me, and he said, what is all this stuff in the, the shed? Because he's a, he's a Mormon. He wants to do woodworking, okay? I said, the lady left it there. I guess you want it now. It has nothing to do with us. Um I'll ask him. I'll go and ask him. Let me. The first time I will look in the shed. Well, I'll, I'll drop you. everything. I'll drop everything. I'll personally call the officer. But I want I'll tell, my things I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. I will do that for you. I will go and look, and I will tell you honestly, Amy, this is what I see. Okay? Most of the time when you were accusing me, I was in the desert. I wasn't even here. But this is what I see. And I told Stephen, I think in a text, I'm not sure. I told Stephen, the stuff stayed there before the man moved in. It was in the shed for a year and a half, and my ex-wife, Pam, I told her, Amy's stuff is still in the shed. And what she says, well, it's not. It's not hurting anything. Are you there? 
It's not, yeah. it's not hurting anything. It's not hurting anything. I mean, it wasn't like it was sucking oxygen or anything. So I was I, I was looking forward to the day when you came popping up and accused me of everything, and we opened the door, and I say, Amy, there's your stuff, and the only thing that's been added is a few cobwebs. Now, there's well, another thing I that hope happened. That's there's, the a, there's another thing that's happened. My my father, my I mean my husband-in-law Joe, my ex-wife's deceased husband, his daughter and his granddaughter were meth heads, and they were always robbing the house. In fact, that's what Frenchie was doing there to keep them from robbing the house. I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know if they ever broke into the shed. They always tried to steal their father's tools. I stopped them several times. I'm not responsible for that, but I personally, and this is the part that hurt me. I personally never reached out to do you any harm concerning your items. I never did that. I would never no. take, I wouldn't take, if you had a coffee table in there and I need a coffee table, I wouldn't even move it into the house. And that's the, and that's the part. Well, Wilbur, that, that let me just me. say this much. You know that I lost everything fighting CPS. That was, honest to goodness, whether you believe me or not, it was over $250,000 worth of stuff. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you say you didn't, Open up the boxes, but I had original Lewis Eichardt artwork. I had jewelry, even David Yerman jewelry. I had a Persian rug that I think you even commented how beautiful mm-hmm. it was. If they, if it, was, they it, was, me, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was, yes. If I'll they give you credit, then, you know, I will give you, I will give you credit where credit's due. But what I'm trying to appeal is your logic. I appreciate if you had things in that shed that were valuable. I will say maybe so. As I sit here right now, I'm looking at a uh, sterling silver chocolate pot that was molded by Paul Revere. Why would I want to steal your rugs? Well, I'm just I mean, saying, why, please why, why like, figure I, out what's going I, on, Wilbur. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you, but there are other callers online, and I want to give them a okay. chance to ask her a question. All right, and, and, and Amy, thank okay. you for your time. Thank you for your time. Okay? Thank you. All right, please thank continue. You. Please, okay, please. thanks. Please do the right I thing, will. Wilbur. I, I, will, I will look at right. stuff for you, Amy. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for calling. Hello? Hello. Is it, uh, yeah, can you please uh, ask a question, Amy, the number 111? Who is this? Can you introduce yourself, please? Hello. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, uh, what okay. is your question for Amy? This is mm-hmm. Becky with the long with the with the with the good hair from Houston. My question is mm-hmm. to Amy, when you claim numerous times that you've been robbed or Johnny's been robbed and um you showed a picture of his black eye, why was it makeup? It's not makeup. The police met with him and a detective with his black eye. He met in person the police. Well, we have the police report and a detective. Go ahead and get rid of this caller, Diana. These are the trolls that are harassed and stalk me. I know her voice. This is a lady that's been harassing me. Get rid of her, please. Okay. Okay. These are the people that I've been telling you about that have been harassing me. That's the lady that but I no, believe that, showed that up at my really work. Excuse awesome uh, me, ma'am. It's not makeup. You can see the swelling. Bye bye. You're a waste of time. Get a life. Good day, ma'am. I do have a Okay, life. next person. No, oh, be don't. quiet. Hello, I, be quiet. You're a liar. You're a liar. You've been bugging me for months. Goodbye, lady. You're a liar, you loser. Johnny, she's saying your black eye was fake. This lady, crazy lady, saying your black eye was fake. Man, lady, get a life. He met with the detective. He met with the police. And get a life. 
Bye. Oh, Diana, wow. can you get rid of her? Get rid of her. My God, we have police Not records on this. We have an investigator that met with them. We met with the homicide department. They saw how bad his eye, his forehead, everyone was, everyone saw it. She's a weirdo. Cindy Lucy's saying it was makeup. Oh, my God. Okay, bye. Okay, who's next, Diana? That's that stupid lady I think that came to my work. Yeah. Hello? Who's this? I mean, these, these are just like stalkers. Who is it? Hello? Yeah. What is, uh, who is, who is this? Yeah. Who is this? Can you introduce yourself, please? My name please? is Jeff. Yeah. Can you hear me? Who's what this? is your question? Yeah, I can hear you. I have, I have a question for Amy, C-H-A-R-R-O-N. Miss Sharon, of Sharon. Have, have you no shame or anything? The way that you manipulate people, the way that you constantly accuse All right, people. So this is them. obvious the way, that these are the people the, the that are that under you, investigation the with the FBI. Always, always Diana, I'm going to end this because like, okay, I can't do radio with these callers coming in. I mean, this has already gone to the FBI. These are stalkers. These are evil people. These are not peaceful people. You are another okay. troll. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. It's already been reported to the FBI. See ya. Bye bye. They're, they're like calling. What is your like number, Amy? I don't want calling the show. Okay. Okay. I'm Diana, we're gonna deal with this because these people are out to get me. It's already been reported to the FBI. You know what it's like to be targeted. These are people that are targeting. Hi, Mr. Rothwell. Rothwell. Hello, Mr. Rothwell. I'm pretty sure it's you. Goodbye, sir. All right, let's go next. These are just like pumped. Hello, I mean, is there, any, is there anyone that one, has one, like one. a brain that can come on the yes. show? <laughs> can I you mean, really? Parking and ask a question like intelligent person. Diana. No question without asking. Yeah, hi. Who is this? Toby. Yeah, You're, what is your um, question? Um, Diana, let me explain what's happening. Your radio site went on a troll site on Facebook. I screenshot it. They put on a troll site that literally had the lead header, troll, call in the station. I screenshot it and put it on my Facebook yesterday. So these are my okay. stalker trolls that are doing this. So it's not worth it to no, take No, Diana, you told me to call today. Yeah, yeah can you, uh, yeah, what is your question? Please be nice to each uh, other, and uh, yeah, oh, I don't want nice. arguing. Okay, yeah, okay. I want to question for Amy. Yeah, are you? Uh, this is Toby. Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, Hi. another another yeah. psycho stalker who's been reported to the police. Oh God. Oh, okay, really? Diana, I'm going to have to end the show. No, These no, are the no, times no, that we reported. That. Okay. I'm not going to listen to this. This lady threatened okay. my life. She's harassed me. She's been reported to the police. This isn't going to work. Toby Hewitt, you're also under investigation. You better get off the okay. phone uh, and get I a life. Get a life, ma'am. All right. I can't take these calls anymore, Diana. No, All no, these no. people okay. have okay. been reported. These, okay. these are the people uh, that have been terrorizing me. She threatened my life. Okay. She threatened Johnny's life. I can't have these people calling in. Okay. I, I got a serious question for her. Yeah, okay. Uh, what is your question? Diana, go on my Facebook and look. It literally says 
bless the little trolls or something, and they have, they're making fun of me and saying, call this number, and it's your number. I screenshot it. So what you're having right now is my stalker trolls, these people that have been reported to the FBI a week ago that have been posting our address and taking our pictures. That's these people that are calling in that I already told you about. I knew you were going to get her address. Okay, I'm going to drop them off. Okay, who is How did these people get her address? Because he posted no a 911 idea. call without my permission where it clearly gives how my the, address. How did the 911 call get made public? Somebody had to put uh, it out there. It's called hacking, um, 101 hacking classes. I mean, really, sir? I've been really? proving hacking Okay, now. i got a question. Uh, since you okay. evidently accused Jeff of being me. Oh, God, these people are so you accused loser. Jeff of being me. All right, Diana, this I'm going to have to... I mean, John, okay. just let them uh, be. Okay, let's. Yeah. Can we not take the here? calls anymore so I can no, tell I my story? Because yeah. No, yeah, please. These are just trolls. These are my stalkers. Okay, yeah, I'm, but, I mean, off, I'm dropping off everybody who is calling right now, and I want to hear the end of this story. What happened to you and what's going trolls. on in your life? Okay. I sent you, Diana, I sent you the screenshot where they're making fun of me and you. Okay, I'm not I'll taking any more calls. Again. Okay, can you please explain to us what's going on, the rest of the story, since yesterday I'm not going to take I mean, this calls. was a great show. I mean, you just had it live. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. Is my... this <laughs> now is you see I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people see this is proof that, you know, people are being targeted and what's going on around us, you know, and stuff like this. I just got yeah, accused of being a fake one. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I have a federal case number that anyone can Google under Amy Schroen federal case. I, I literally won two cases against officers. I worked with internal affairs to put the so-called bad cops away. I, 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 I have a case with the FBI. I have witnesses who have called the FBI. I have many police reports on these people, including Toby, who actually called the police, what, two weeks ago, Johnny? They told us and tried to do an emergency she told the police to come do an emergency check on Johnny, that he was in danger, and the police were laughing, and that's what's called you just took in, Toby Hewitt. I called the uh, – she's in Sacramento, California. I called the police, and they said, sadly, you got to make it with your own police department and then have them transfer it. And, of course, because I'm suing the police department, they didn't do it. But she is a – I mean, out of everyone, Toby's the worst, the one I just called in. She's – no one threatened my life except for Toby. All the other ones are just photoshopping my picture and terrorizing me. Toby literally threatened, I mean, literally threatened to kill Johnny and I, literally impersonated cops saying, I'm coming to get you. I played it live on a video, and she's been terrorizing me since. So, Toby Hewitt, uh, that's okay, ma'am. I'm going to do the police report. I have every intention of putting in jail. I have enough proof that you have been stalking me, harassing me, falsifying, uh, impersonating cops, falsifying to call, waste the police time and saying that uh, Johnny's in danger and all the junk you've been pulling. So Toby Hewitt, uh, like, looks like, uh, I won't go there, but anyone can look at her Facebook. I have a screenshot. She looks like she's on hardcore drugs. If she's not, then I don't know what's going on with her, but she does not. She looks very scary. That's all I'm going to say. And I've had nightmares <laughs> over just her face, just her face in general. But, no, she's threatened to kill my boyfriend and I. So she has no business calling the show. All okay. right. On a okay. I dropped everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't try to laugh, but this is, 
I mean, you're look, Diana. This is my everyday. If you only knew my story more, I'm not joking when I said my first day working on a TV show. By the way, we're doing a uh-huh. show helping homeless veterans, and my first day working where I was being filmed on the show. It's going to be aired in March. Two people came. One was a woman that I didn't recognize at all, and a Middle Eastern man that I didn't recognize. And they were filming me. They started shouting the same thing they're trying to say on the radio. I'm a fake. I'm like, here's a contract. I work for a TV show. She's a fake. Get rid of her. She's this. She's that. I mean, these people follow me around everywhere. Look, you didn't even give it a day notice about this radio show, and they probably would have called in the hundreds. (laughs) (laughs) They keep calling, by the way. (laughs) Of course. They're going to keep calling because, I mean, look. They're, they're getting, okay, this is what happened. This is when I first realized I was being targeted because it was never this bad. I did a video exposing evidence, and I had 18,000 in nine days threats and harassing messages, 18,000. We met a detective. Toby was one of them. Uh, someone named Bothwell or something was another. Wilbur actually surprisingly, I mean, he gets on my nerves, but he's never threatened me. He's never – he does, like, obnoxious stuff because he's a journalist, and I guess – that's some journalists get attention like that. But so I want to make it clear, Wilbur's not like one of these people that have, you know, really, truly sent like crazy threatening messages. Now, Johnny and I have moved seven times now, seven or eight times now, no, seven, (sighs) since we've been together Mm -hmm. in less than a year over these people um, claiming they're wearing wigs, that they're following us. They prove it. They take our pictures where we go. They even had pictures of us where we were applying for jobs. And I was told that Toby was very much part of that stalking. I can't prove it, but I know that out of everyone, she's probably the most dangerous because I truly believe this woman is so far gone that she would hire someone to, like, off me. I mean, I truly believe mm-hmm. that. I've told the police that. Um, she has a very shady situation. She told me kids living with her she was begging me for a 20 dollar donation that she made to get me safe when i was a victim of a crime and she wrote me these messages saying she couldn't feed her kids or get a baby seat i have all the screenshots next thing i knew she was saying she was going to kill me she was saying she was a cop she caused so much stress stress in johnny and i's life that we actually almost broke up over it because johnny is such a private man he doesn't like attention he doesn't like cameras he doesn't. He, he told me he might talk for a minute on the radio because he's a targeted individual for loving me. Mm-hmm. But the whole truth mm-hmm. of the matter is, ever since we've been together, he's been robbed, beat up. He has a broken hand. He had a busted face. Anyone. You know what, Diana? I will put pictures mm-hmm. of the black eye today, and you will see the yeah. intense swelling. You will see that there's no mm-hmm. way makeup did that. And it's just pathetic that they would even call mm-hmm. and insinuate that a man who was brutally robbed by three men that was seen mm-hmm. by, you know, he was seen at, uh, at the police department. We met with internal affairs and they're saying this is a hoax. These people are sick. I, I posted pictures of them with a cast on. Are they going to say that that cast is not real too? Give me a break. So this is what it's like to be a targeted individual. It's real. You can't work without being harassed. You can't live in your house without them posting your, anyone can YouTube it. It's a 911 call that somebody put public that was never public. The police department said contact the FBI about it. We were going to go today, but my friend's child is sick, so we're going, I believe, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. Tomorrow we're filming for the TV show. These people like to Mm -hmm. show up and and try to destroy things for me. I'm helping homeless veterans, and I'm sitting here being treated like the 
like this, it's sickening. I'm about love and peace. I'm about justice. I'm about good things. Evil won't win. These people are straight up, I don't know, something's off the rocker with these people, but I can't worry about it. But now you see, Diana, you see the real, I mean, I'm kind of glad it happened because I don't think people realize how much I'm being cyber ganged every single day, every single day. No joke. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you definitely. It's so bad that the police department, you know, told us to get cameras, which we did. It was so bad they came out here four or five, I can't remember, a couple days ago and agreed that uh, this really needs to be taken seriously. They said they're patrolling our area out of courtesy. And if they didn't believe that something was real, certainly they wouldn't do that. We've also been advised to meet with the Baytown, Texas uh, Internal Affairs Department. We went the other day and they were too busy. No, they didn't have enough men uh, over the holiday situation. They said, come back next week. So uh, there's actually a lot of good going on. And the reason they're targeting me is they can't stand that good things are happening. That's the way they work. Yes, they want you to have absolutely. your life destroyed. Yes, yes, that's the purpose. I know. I'm one of the targeted individuals, as you know already, so I'm dealing with the same things you're dealing with. Well, I, I warned you, Diana, that if you tried to help me, because, I mean, I wasn't trying to scare you, but I have 14 people that were dear to my heart in one way or another that have died in the midst of trying to help me or major witnesses in the ni- last nine years. So I went missing on purpose over, you know, all this hell, and I lost a lot of publicity because I chose to be nameless for four or five years. Now people are saying I was in a mental institution. That's a flat-out lie. I actually had a good officer that watched my back during that time that I went missing, and I stayed in a very small city, hardly any population, very small population. And the police knew who I was. They left, you know, they left me alone. So not all police are corrupted. But these people oh, yeah. are spreading so many lies, and I've had good cops. I've had bad cops. I've had, I've had cops that have risked their career to try to protect me, and then I've had cops that have done everything but retaliate against me and treat me viciously. But I've always said I'm, I'm for good cops. I'm not out to get all the police out there. They think because I'm suing the police department in our third largest county, which is Harris County, they think that I hate all police officers. That's not true at all. That isn't true at all. But I did get in a situation where I was targeted by some bad ones, and it gave me a negative feeling about Harris County, but I don't think all police are out to get me. That's absurd. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. There are so many people who are going through the same thing, believe it or not, and uh, as they told me too. It's not about you. It's not like you uh, because you, I'm trying to help you. I'm just. That's why I, I want to have that targeted individuals on my show so I can see how we can help each other and how we can stop this because these people shouldn't win. And like you said, hate and violence shouldn't overcome, you know, to find a way to uh, stop this. We have to find a way to make a difference because this is uh, totally unacceptable, especially in countries like United States. We have to work together well, as a team. I mean, that viciousness that you just heard on the phone, they didn't ask me, like, calmly a question. I knew, Diana, I'm so good at reading people. I knew just from the tone of their voice before they even, you know, started being rude to me, I could tell just from the tone they weren't good callers. But I know 
I appreciate that you're, you know, actually I'm glad that you let them say what they need to say because I'm going to, if you don't mind, this will all be provided to the FBI. These are the very people. Yeah, these are the very people that I have told the FBI about harassing me, stalking me. They make it their everyday life to try to make me miserable and destroy my huge federal lawsuit. To tell me I'm fraud when I'm in major news, when I, when I have a federal lawsuit that is very brave to file, that I did pro se, the only reason right now it's on hold is I didn't file the $400 filing fee on a 33-page amended complaint because I told the judge, in, well, not in person, but in a letter that I fear for my life. They say, why you keep getting raw, making, like, acting like I'm lying? Let me make it very clear. Before I was 42 years old and my daughter was taken by CPS, I had never gone to jail. I had never accused the police of being out to get me. I had never been harassed and stalked by anyone. I was pretty much a normal girl living a really, really very blessed life. I had a great job. I had a beautiful home. Most of all, I had the most perfect daughter. And I went from literally having like a very good background to these people making me out to look like a rapist, serial killer, I don't know, every single day trying to get the law after me, it seems like. They even were saying they were going to do a mental arrest on me. Or The police have said they've called and tried to say that I need to be arrested on mental charges and things like this. And they're just haters, Diana. They're everything we're not about. I'm about love. My dad, as you know, was a famous, in his early days, he wrote hit music for very big name people like B.J. Thomas, Ronnie Millsap, Roy Head. You know, and thank God Wilbur said one thing that's totally true. My dad, I'm biased, but he was a very gifted man. And I'm devastated. Everything to my name has been taken from me. It hasn't been just Wilbur, but a lot of people keep robbing me. And it doesn't matter, Diana. I have nothing but a suitcase to my name. But here's what's interesting. It doesn't matter how many times I caught a crime. Diana, I mean literally caught it live, whether it was a video or a hotel camera, or a secret camera, doesn't matter. And do you know that every time the police said they were too busy to look at the camera, and you want to say I'm not mm-hmm. caught up in some kind of good old boy corruption? Come on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if Wilbur's going to do the right thing, that would be a huge relief, because there's things money can't buy. I don't care if I lost the valuables. He said some druggies might have sold it. I can't cry about that, but what I do care about is my dad's music, sentimental jewelry that I bought my daughter, who I haven't seen once in nine years now. I had her bracelets that were real that would probably still fit her today because apparently she's a tiny built girl, and she probably has little wrists. Believe it or not, I have little wrists. And, um, you know, there's just things. There's a diary that meant a lot to me. There, My life was there, my videos of my European travels, I traveled to Paris and all these wonderful things that no one would think about me. That's somewhere in a box. And I hope I get I some of it back. I hope it's so. very hope hard to have your make. life. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I'm sorry. This is going on and it's totally unfair and ruining your life. And these people are all after you, like literally robbing you from everything, you know, from your hard work, from life, from everything what you deserve. Well, I had a wonderful ex-husband who's European. He's Dutch. And he, you know, he had a, he got a PhD in biochemistry. Then we went to DC area and he got a, a, a patent law degree. 
at GW Law School, but I was very blessed to, because he was Dutch, I did a lot of, tra- you know, wonderful travels with him. Most people don't do things like that in their 20s. And I have nothing to prove to my daughter, like, hey, your mom actually had a really interesting life. Ironically, my mother has told me that my daughter's dream is to go to Paris. And I, I would love to be able to show her pictures of me with the Eiffel Tower. What mother wouldn't love to show her daughter something like that? It's her dream to go to Paris. I have nothing. The way I look at it is when my daughter finds me and sees me, which she will. I mean, of course she will. And, uh, you know, I mean, she can't miss me. I'm on Google and YouTube like crazy lately, even more because of the harassers and cyber bullies. But she she's going to have to see me for who I am today, sadly Nothing to do with all the success I had before her, the wonderful choices I made, the wonderful jobs I have had. She apparently loves makeup from what I heard, and I was a national makeup artist for Christian Dior. I worked at MD Anderson two years, sponsored by Dior, doing makeovers on the Terminally Ill as well. I had a history that my daughter would have been very proud of. Would she be proud of this life where I'm being stalked and have to keep moving? Of course not. Wouldn't they love to throw this in her face? It's vicious. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. And I'm going to bring up one other thing, not because it's a big deal to me, but most women are kind of picky about their weight. I mean, it's just, well, at least in America, but I would think that's worldwide. But these people, just to tell you how vicious they are, and anyone can look it up, it's on YouTube or Google, whatever, or both, they have taken pictures of me and made me look like, literally probably one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how they do it. They change my nose, my eyes, my mouth. I'll send you stuff after the show to show you. And they've made me look like I'm literally anywhere from 250 to maybe 300 pounds. And they Photoshop everything. And I'm thinking, is this love? Is this kindness? Like, I've been through enough. Why are you – my daughter supposedly saw this stuff and got upset at school, and her friends are making fun of her. What kind of vicious people – would do that to a little girl who's not even 11. Like, she she remembers me working in a mauling agency. I used to take her with me. And then she sees these pictures, and she's like, is it my fault? Why does mommy look like a monster today? I mean, that's just cruel. I don't look anything like yeah. these pictures. I'm not grossly obese. I'm proud to say that I'm a curvy woman. I'm proud for my age to be, uh, you know, how I look, how I feel, with all the stress I go through. I'm probably a size, I don't care to admit it, I'm probably a 13, 14, at almost 5, 9, but I promise you the pictures they have, that they take my pictures and stalk me and then Photoshop and all that, I promise you I look like I'm a size like 20 or 21, which I don't have anything against larger women. But it's just all this hate going on in America that nobody seems to say, wow, I need to help her put a stop to this because – First of all, even if you were a obese woman, nobody deserves this. Well, Absolutely. And it's just brutally cruel. There are people that yeah. would commit suicide over something like this. And they I think know. it's funny. It's not funny. They're sick people. They have substance abuse problems. And I don't know who is behind it, but I feel somebody supporting them, what they're doing. And I'm just about to find out because they have been working for a while. Believe it or not, I lost my house. They were in my house. They were stealing. They were doing horrible things. People on substance abuse. And I moved from Seattle, Washington to California. And I lost everything. Like you, I came with a suitcase and my two dogs. So, luckily, my daughter is a big girl. So, 
but they uh, stalk, uh, they're stalking her as well. It's terrible. They don't allow you to move in your life the way it should uh, and slander does a lot of damage on your life. And I can hear you and I can relate to your story, believe me. Well, I just want to, this is actually kind of funny, but not. So they had called the police station and said, that I am imagining that people are on the property. And I got a letter from a homeless man. I'm holding it. I'll screenshot it and send it to you. Where he was on, where he was on our property. They said I imagined it. I was scared one night when I heard a lot of commotion. And and Wilbur, it could be that he, you know, just doesn't know what he's talking about. But he did a video saying that I think uh, that I hear things and all this. Here's a letter from a man that's in jail right now. Personally, I think he's a nice man. I don't think I should give his name. That's rude. But it says hello, mm-hmm. you all, and it, and it, and it's to Johnny and I. I missed my bond appointment due to I can't read his writing I am in county jail till the 9th please try to keep my things safe I'm sorry Um, I something reestate my bond and probation probation if you can please keep I don't know I'm sorry I can't read his writing I hope to see my things soon so we are known for helping the homeless and mm-hmm. unfortunately, I guess this man committed some theft. I don't know the details, but he is a brilliant man that used to make a lot of money, and everyone has a story. He does not do drugs. At least I've never seen him do drugs. I haven't even seen him drink. And the movie mm-hmm. producer that we worked for was helping him mm-hmm. in a tiny house or whatever you want to call it temporarily. Well, he maybe would maybe give him a job. Well, I guess within days he was arrested, but what happened was one night I didn't realize he was on the property. I thought he was gone, and I was very scared, and I do believe I called the police. It was not me imagining anything. Here I have his letter, you know, and it's just these people just are relentless. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. just always Mm -hmm. saying that I'm crazy, that I'm imagining things. Let me tell you something, Diana. I I listened to your story yesterday, and Mm – I was blocked from sharing the video on Facebook. I don't know if you saw my screenshots, but after I did the radio interview with you yesterday, I had like 50 messages from Facebook restricting me. I couldn't share the radio thing, so I couldn't let my friends know about today. And I had people that wanted to call on the show, but they couldn't even get the information I was sending them. It was a nightmare. But I'll tell you this. I saw they didn't shut it down off your Facebook, so it proves it's the same video. That's the one where you're defending me and telling your shocking story. It is. I can I can send it to you. It says it, it violates community standards. So my Facebook forbidden me from sharing it. I have this proof. All my videos and evidence proving my brutal injuries, proving my bruises, my horrible black eyes and things that I've been through where the police have never helped me or some of them even well, – I don't want to get into it, but I'm, I have a horrible case of police brutality and misconduct things. But – I tried to put the proof on Facebook, and Facebook said it violated the community standards. But here's what's interesting. I met with mm-hmm. forensic scientists, and you know what he told me? He said these people are so good that they can actually act like Facebook just to drive you crazy, and it really isn't Facebook doing it. Yeah. So I do want to warn people on my Facebook, be careful, because these, these people somehow are getting my password, and they're blocking my closest friends. They're adding what I believe are the trolls. Probably these people calling in. I don't know. I caught 30 or 40 people that someone deleted that are my favorite people on Facebook. I screenshot proof. 
So welcome to the world of a targeted individual. I have no control of what I post. I have no control over what I can share. I have no control over my publicity. Most of my best stuff is missing, banished. My radio, I did, what, five years of radio. I can't find any of it anymore. I mean, this is what they do. This is a targeted individual where they won't let you share your proof. They won't let you share your evidence. They want people to believe you're crazy. And then when you prove you're not, everything gets restricted. I, I, I mean, it's a nightmare. Yeah, absolutely, and this is totally unacceptable, violates the freedom of speech of this country, and we need to do something about it, and I'm going to post my video from yesterday on your wall uh, myself, and um, I'm going to do my best, and I uh, couldn't hear uh, the video you sent me yesterday uh, at the, in the messenger, so I didn't have time because I, uh, I was working to let you know about that, and uh, we should have to do something about it. Please continue to do what you're doing, and we are um, out of time. We have been off air for about five, ten minutes, and I wanted to hear you about your new project. Uh, you said you are um, in a movie or uh, something like this. If you can tell us in several oh, words, okay. what is this? Oh yeah. yes, okay. Um, we are working on a. Uh, uh, it's a. It's a real. It's kind of like a reality show. I don't want to use that mm-hmm. word though, because I just that, that to me that just doesn't sound right. But it's it's successful veterans helping homeless veterans, and they are going to have every opportunity to get their life together and a makeover if they have substance abuse, you know, some kind of uh, mental health. You know, PTSD is a big problem for. Uh, obviously veterans, especially homeless veterans. So here I am being hated on while we are doing everything possible to help homeless veterans. So that's what the show is about. It's an opportunity for successful um, veterans that I think are mainly restaurant owners, and they're going to give them. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.